This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Guys, you ever out on the trail and you're like, man, I could use one of those boost gels, one of those little packs just to zip in my mouth and get some energy going. But you know what? I don't like the regular ones. I don't like all that junk. I need like a vegan one. You know, I want like a vegan boost gel. Well, now you can have it, all you veganators. It's called Toe Jam. Package on a vegan chocolate toe because they know what you're going to like. You know what? You may You may hate the meat, but that's no reason to hate the feet. Hello, we have returned for season five. This is Derek, and with me today is the only man who really leaves no trace. He'll even scoop up his own dirt with the pee in it, bag it, and tag it, and take it out of the park. Carl (laughs) Mandrioli, season five, season opener. Season five. Season five, yeah. What's going on? Yeah, welcome, my friend. Uh, With me today is Derek Somerville, the only man that fully packs his gear buys his plane ticket and is ready to go without really knowing which state the trip is in. <laughs> that really happened. That genuinely happened. Without, without knowing which state the state the trip's in? Yeah, that happened this last, last summer. You didn't end up making the trip this past summer. No, I know. Well, yeah, but you, you thought you were going to, you thought we were going to drive through Wyoming to go somewhere else. You didn't realize the trip was actually in Wyoming. Was in, well, because I was going to fly to Wyoming and then I remember there was a big long drive and I thought we were going out. Right, but then, right. No, I realized yeah. we weren't, so. Yeah. Hilarious. That's that's your that's your opening. You're starting the season with that. Those are the types the of friends that I have. People that are so engaged in the trip, they're like, I don't even know where the Wind River Range is. Mm, yeah. You know, and that's what you want, right? Did you watch the movie before you went on the trail? The the documentary of our trip? No, there's there's like Wind River the movie. Uh, oh, okay. there's there's the documentary. There's all kinds of things you can do. Wouldn't you be more impressed if I watched the documentary of our trip before it actually happened? That would be a little ridiculous and impossible. Yeah. So, speaking of that, that's out right now. It's linked in our show notes. We Check have released out. our yeah ode to the overpacked and definitely worth the watch, in my opinion. So, that was great. That was great. Yeah, thanks, man. Appreciate that. So, season five, man, we made it. I we're. Oh, is this? Does this mean we're big time? 
Is that what that means? No, no, not not even close to that. But oh. it's just you know right. we were doubting whether we're gonna make season three. So, so happy to be back. Happy to uh, start yeah. another season with you. We've Likewise. got lots of plans for some big episodes coming up. This is the podcast where hopefully you learn a little, laugh a little, maybe not in that order. So we'll find out. <laughs> What's today's episode about? Today we're gonna be talking about uh, overpacking. We have a special uh, little sound clip from our one and only Rockford, Rocky. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll hear from him later. But, uh, we're, yeah, it's all about the overpacking, hoarding, and whatnot. Yeah, it's not Things just overpacking. This is, we're talking about extreme. Extreme. Things we despise, but the yeah. things that still Which happen. Which is so. to the point where it causes issues. And, yeah, we, we actually got a few uh, sound clips from Rocky. We've got a lot to hear from Rocky. we got his side of the story here mm. because – he inspired yeah. this episode. His seventy-pound pack fiasco inspired this episode. Ridiculous. So, so yeah. this is this is not out of the norm for him, though. Or, you know, I mean, this is the the pack weight's not. The effects are out of the norm. Yeah, that's yeah. Okay, I'll give you that. That's is that true. fair? Yeah. Yeah. So, fair. so we're gonna hear from him and we'll re- respond. But yeah, we're gonna tie it in with with you know trying to come up with some helpful tips to to how to avoid some backpack hoarding in the future. I think there's definitely some root causes to these things. And we will get to all that, correct? Yes, we will. Yes, okay. we will. Proverbs uh, twenty-one five: The plans of the diligent lead to profit, as surely as haste leads to poverty. Ooh, haste does lead to poverty. Is it can. is haste the main issue of backpack hoarding? I'm gonna say yes. That could okay. be a, a main component. Right. Uh, if you're rushed, if you're not organizing yourself and your time wisely, then you're gonna feel like I just need to throw it all in there. Otherwise, I may not, you know, right. have something I need. So, people yeah. that are in a hurry tend to forget things. So, what's crazy about the situation is that haste can lead to extreme overpacking and forgetting things at the same time. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right, so let's let's set the stage here for what's going on. We're talking about the trip that has been referenced a couple times that happened in early July in Yosemite. You didn't make this one. It was me, no. Rocky, another gentleman named Zach. It was his, I think it was technically his first backpacking trip. This is the one that was like 100 degrees every single yep. day. Ugh. We're doing, you know, for us, high miles, 15 miles a day. So we kind of recounted that a couple episodes ago. But yep. that was more from my perspective. I've got a couple of things that I didn't share, but this is now we're going to be kind of talking about from Rocky's perspective. So I show up, I meet him and Zach at the park, and we do the pack weigh in, and his pack yep. was seventy plus pounds. Seventy? Like, do you want to throw up at that point, or like, I mean, well, how do you respond? Let's let's open this pack, dump it out, and go through it because no. like that's that's. 70 pounds are you kidding me we talk about this all the time yeah but we know rocky he's done this before so, and we know he's a super strong With guy 70 pounds. you really are going to challenge him on this really would you i don't know if i would i don't know if i would but i just know 70 pounds is absurd okay. and it's gonna it's gonna come yeah. because look maybe like six seven years ago i'm not going to challenge him at all because you can do that but then as soon as he left the chair at the end of the trail uh i was like things things are changing <laughs> you know there's a changing of the guard so okay. Yeah I, yeah, I might, I might say something, like maybe just you know that that was uh, six years ago. So oh, was it six years ago? Yeah, so maybe seven. Okay, but yeah, I think you know you're gonna. <laughs> I mean, it's seventy pounds. Like Brock, let's just let's just go through. I'm sure there's stuff in there you, you don't need, dude. Like let's just save you some weight. I think you'd be on board with that. Rocky overpacked on a trip, and it was more than seven years ago, and he legitimately slowed me down on the trail. Yeah. That happened 
one time once in multiple decades of backpacking yeah. so for me i'm not at this point i'm not concerned okay um i know that we're gonna have the hot temperatures but okay. if anybody's gonna do it and have a smile on his face and be rocky so that's true that yeah. is true so i'm not digging in his back true. now if this were somebody else that's a different okay. story but at this point yeah. um call me ignorant but i'm we're, we're going man we're going Okay. Okay. All right. Let's see what happened. So, so that's kind of the stage, and so we we set off, and we're at a trailhead. Actually, I got a side note on the on the trailhead. So, Yosemite had closed down all of their campgrounds, and the trailhead we were planning to start from was at a campground. And so, when I went up and picked up the permit, I met up with Ranger Emily, and um, I was with another guy who was who was leaving from the same trailhead. And she had no information about the fact that these these campgrounds were closed, and you had to like hike in past a gate on the road to get to the trailhead. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm not blaming wow. Ranger Emily, but the fact that all these campgrounds were closed for like the duration of the summer, and she didn't know that that trailhead was closed. That's crazy. That's a that's a that's a systemic problem right there, my friend. Yeah, that's uh, communication. Yeah, how do you not know that? That's I don't know. Yeah, so it seems like a big primary issue. That added. I mean, yeah. that added some some. We we just went to a different trailhead, but that added some some miles to other people's trips. Just saying, so for sure, dude. Yeah, yeah, that's a bummer. And okay, so here we go. So I asked for I kind of did like a remote interview with Rocky, where I just asked him to respond to various questions so that we could kind of talk about it. How does this happen? You know, hopefully people have takeaways for how to avoid the hoarding. And so, first right. question was like, how was the trip for him? So here's what he had to say: Giving it up to the B and B. Most of all, to the Lord Jesus. How's everybody doing? This is Rock. So, Yosemite this year. Yosemite was awesome. I got my tail kicked by that place, by the elevation to the Grand Canyon of Tuolumne, though the sights were absolutely outstanding. I, really, I have never in my life ever wanted to just take my backpack off. Like after um, a mile and a half or two, like some people in our normal backpacking group do, but this year, not only did I take my backpack off, I actually ripped it off of the vengeance and threw it on the ground in disgust. I have never felt like that. Yosemite, I finished, but you definitely won. Um, all right. Well, yeah, I think um, I'm glad that he did that. I mean, I'm a little shocked that he, you know, of all people, threw down his pack in disgust. Um, you know, what does that what does that say, Rocky? What are, what are you trying I hope I want you to look inward on that. I want you to look at, at why you, after like a million years of backpacking, would throw it down in disgust. You know, well, I mean, people, I, I mean, he's not the first person to, to struggle on the trail. He doesn't typically struggle, but no, my bigger question no. is how often do people have backpack anger like that? Well, I don't know. Not many. I mean, like he said, we have people in our group that take their packs off after a mile and a half right. or two, which, you know, I'm, I'm podcasting with one of those right now, but uh, <laughs> he, you know angry though i don't know it's surprising to see him angry like usually you don't ever really see him take it off yeah until we're all at camp right he's like a, a machine basically so i i uh, yeah again the, the the greater issue here though i think of the the book walk in the woods where one of the dudes like got so mad they started chucking stuff into the forest and so yeah i think this actually happens more often than you think maybe definitely could yeah um so you invite somebody on a trip, you make it sound all nice and glorious, and then it ends up being harder than you think, and right. or harder than they can handle, or whatever. So I, I think this is actually relatively common. Maybe not for our group necessarily, but right. yeah, yeah. So backpack anger, just something to watch out for. Backpack anger is that, is that kind of like is it kind of like road rage? Trail rage. Trail yeah. rage. Okay. Trail rage. Yeah. So watch out for you that. Write too. that down. Yeah. Okay. 
All right, so Good. here's kind of the crux of it. I asked him, how did you get, like, how does a person get a 70-pound pack? Like, that's a, I mean, you got to really, it sounds like you got to try to do that, but yeah, here's what he had to say. So how did my pack get to 70 pounds in Yosemite? Well, <laughs> here's how. I got a new coaching job at Dana Hills. All of a sudden at Dana, I'm the head coach of the Frosh Soft team. I'm coaching the Frosh Soft offensive line, and I'm coaching varsity receivers on top of that. So that's really how my pack got to 70 pounds. Now, what is that? What do you mean? Well, during the summer, instead of working three, three and a half hours a day, okay, it was more like seven to eight hours, plus the kids' sports and stuff like that. So we were going to leave at 1230, you know, in the morning. And I started packing at 11.48 p.m. So 42 minutes to pack everything. So there was a bunch of stuff. I'm like, do I need that? You know what? Throw it in. Do I need it? Yeah, throw it in. How about a chair? Oh, yeah, let's just throw that one on. I weighed the chair the other day. It weighed six pounds. That's a tenth of the way there almost. The rest is history. Okay, so what's yeah? What's your thought on his his line of reasoning here? Yeah, I mean, I'm... I'm I'm not that surprised though, because he said he started packing it at 11:48. Uh, he added a six-pound chair, which, what? I think after all this time, don't you have a lightweight chair you can just mm. like quickly grab and throw in your pack? Uh, there is a story behind that. I'll get to that in a second. Can't wait. Uh, and then he, and then the big one said, you know, he's like, uh, I slept four hours in a 60-hour window. Yeah. So I mean, he's like out of it probably a little bit, right? right? And then you're just like, oh my gosh, I have something to do at 12:30 or whatever it was. Um, I got to just throw everything I can in this pack and go. So that makes sense. Like, I'm not surprised he's got a 70-pound pack. If I just yeah. grab all my gear and just dump it in my pack, it doesn't equal 70 pounds, though, right? So, there, But he overpacks food. There's, I don't think he, the whole he, story is being shared here is what I'm trying to say. Probably not. Yeah. That's the food's here. a big one for sure. Okay, I'll give you the story in the chair yeah. real quick. So he does have a, a lighter weight tra- chair that was in the garage somewhere, and I think – uh, somebody right. in his house will end up throwing it out, not thinking it was like one of his backpacking pieces. Ooh. And you, you could blame the person that threw it out. That that could be an issue. But I think that this has to do with organization, keeping all your gear together so that it's more efficient to Correct. pack, whether that's a bin or a rack or something. And like that's right. That's a suggestion I have, not just for Rocky, but for everybody out there. So that way you can kind of just go through it. But yeah, yeah, like you're saying, the time doesn't quite add up here. The math doesn't quite work here. So if you're working a normal day. You've got some coaching. You've got the kids. Like throughout a week or on a weekend, like there's still plenty of time. But I think the big issue aside from organization was it sounds like the gear list was entirely ignored. That's a that's a that's a valid point. Uh, a the gear list was ignored. B Rock. Uh, I know you eat spaghetti and I know you watch football. So my question is, why can't you get all your gear? Put it out on the floor. Go through it with your backpack while you're watching the game, eating your spaghetti. Halftime is a great time to check that gear list and double check everything. Mm. I mean, I don't see the problem here. Yeah. I mean, that seems like a, a win-win in every way. Yeah. In it, you know, the way that Rocky so. describes his life, he loves football, but I don't think he's watching a whole lot of it at this point. So he's a, yeah. Okay. Um, well, good thought though. Good thought. So I'm going to tell you a couple things that added to his weight. So you mentioned the food. So he'll you know he'll buy a package of food. And rather right. than portioning it out into an appropriate amount, he just throws the entire package in. So an example of that would be oh. almost two pounds of dried mangoes. He just threw the entire package in. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Two pounds right yeah. there. Uh, another yeah. thing too is just the whole time issue. So he he typically takes these like Arizona iced tea bottles. Like he'll drink the iced tea on the trail and then he'll you know filter the water. So right. he asked 
somebody else to get him some Arizona iced tea. I huh. don't know if he specified the bottles. It doesn't matter. Cans were purchased. Okay. <laughs> so in haste, the cans it. go into the backpack. <laughs> oh, man. This is great. Okay. So at this point, oh. like, that's just, you could stop at a gas station on the way up to Yosemite and, and grab some. They have I mean, you know, gas stations right there. That's just like, they got them everywhere. I'm just not going to care. I'm just going to chuck them in the backpack. And obviously right. the cans can't be refilled and they're just dead weight in the pack even after you drink through them, right? Yeah. So Yeah. Just stuff like that. Uh, yeah, can't Okay. Yeah. That's... Sheer negligence. I think he would agree with that. Did he bring the block of cheese? Ah, oh, that's a great question. Did he have time great to question. get did he have time to get the block of cheese? Because if he did, he had time to get those Arizona. Arizona I don't think he, cheese. yeah, according to him he didn't have to do anything. He just he was asking for help and that's and we ask for help and you're asking from a non backpacker, you're not gonna typically get what you want, right? Okay. No, probably so, not. All right, so there's more to that, and we'll get to that after we, we kind of wrap up these segments with Rocky, but I asked him what was the hardest part of the trip for him. So, uh, everybody, B&B, the hardest part of Yosemite was the second day. Now, I actually would have thought it would have been the first day, but the first day we had a lot of downhill. So momentum kind of saved, you know, saved the day, won the day for me that day. But the second day when we had a ton of uphill – I was still going on not much sleep. So two nights before the trip, I'd only slept about two and a half hours. The night before the trip, I didn't sleep at all. And then when we were driving up, I slept for about an hour and a half. So I got about four hours of sleep in about probably about a 60-hour period. And it really caught up to me. So that second day on the uphill with not much sleep under my belt, even though I did get that nice 10 or 11 hours sleep the night before, really took a toll. And uh, my shoulders were, I have to say, they were killing me. Okay, don't make fun of Carl's shoulders anymore, Derek. Make fun of mine. You know, you know. I know he says like, "Hey, don't bug Carl about the shoulders." Right. You can bug me about the shoulders. Yeah, I don't look at it that way. I look at it as, <laughs> you know, I look at it now, Rock, as is, you know, come into the fold of the shoulder pain club. You oh know? goodness. You know, and now it's like you have a partner with shoulder pain, and and you guys can, you know, console each other and whatnot. I just. Shoulder pain. Um, I don't know what you thought was going to happen with a 70 pound, 70 pound pack and two bags of two pound nuts or whatever you had over there, but it's going <laughs> to just talk about it. We literally just <laughs> talked about it. Apricots, apricots, mango, uh, mangoes, mango. <laughs> apricots, mangoes, um, you know, and a six pound chair. It's going to happen. So I don't think, I, I, I honestly think in the future though, he won't have shoulder problems. I don't think he will, but I think because this trip was so in haste, as we were talking about, and so disorganized, it created extra problems, um, right. as as we've talked about in previous episodes. So, okay, yeah. yeah. So you feel like you know me not complaining about shoulder problems for twelve years in a row now. You feel like I'm still a part of that fold, but he'll probably be able to graduate. Well, I disagree with the 12 years of not complaining. No, no, it's legit. I complained one time, you made fun of me, and so whether I had shoulder issues or not, I have not brought it up since. Well, I think I can see it on your face on the trail, though, whereas Rocky's <laughs> Rocky's literally just like jogging down the trail sometimes with a 60-pound oh pack. So okay. it's, it's, it's different. You know what I mean? It's, it's different. Tomato, tomato. But let me, tell uh, you, let me tell you my perspective on, I think, what he described as the hardest part of the trail, and I want to know what you, how you would handle this, okay? Okay, all right. So we're climbing up this never-ending hill, in the Fun. sun, Ugh. and I get ahead of everybody, but I don't want to get too far ahead because I'm concerned about everybody's health and well-being, so I stop, put my pack down. Wait, 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 uh, wait, wait, wait. Is this a humble brag right here? Is that what this is? I don't want to get too far ahead of everybody. 
I put my pack down. Yeah. I took a long yeah. break. Okay, to make sure. It is. Yeah. yeah. I was going. I was like running. I, I was You're crushing up the hill. You're no, crushing I already, it. I already described this as as my death march. So I'm already telling you that I'm suffering. Okay. I just happen to be suffering less than the other guys, Got partially because my pack was lighter weight. But okay. anyway, I'm still suffering. So I put the pack down. I and and the suffering is part of the story, by the way. Like I'm exhausted. I'm tired. Zach right. catches up with me. I just tell him, you know what, just go ahead, keep going. Like, let's try to get to, you know, our camp spot for the night or whatever. Right. So, that, so I'm just gonna wait for Rocky. So I'm yeah. waiting. Yeah. And I'm waiting some more. Right. Okay. We're on a hill, man. So packs down. I, I I waited at least 20 minutes, probably 30. Wow. What do you do? Wow. You don't um, like. If I'm gonna go find him, I gotta go hike back down the hill. Yeah. I'm already wiped out. You're it's wiped out. in the sun. Right. What do you do? That's a hard one. Are you regretting not doing the pack check at the parking lot at this point? <laughs> That's my first question. I mean, Derek's right. It doesn't matter. We're we're no, in, I know. I we're know. in the I battle. Know. It's brutal. I mean, I think it it's hard to not like trust his track record though, because there's been okay. times where like he has fallen behind. Um, he usually catches up or passes everybody or maybe he's like oh i was fishing for an hour and then he'll still pass <laughs> us he'll still beat us to the place right so right i mean he's that ridiculous so um you know maybe i need to wear socks to go past my knees or whatever he's got i mean maybe, i don't know if that's a secret but that's what it is that's yeah. gotta be what it is so no if but there was there's been a couple times where he was wasn't correct me if i'm wrong like he was hiking but maybe he got off trail i want to say maroon bells maybe or or was it a trip where he he was descending or went somewhere, but he got off trail and, and got a little lost? Was that? You're just, yeah, I like how you just kind of lump all the trips together at some point. But okay. yeah, it doesn't matter. He, so he got off trail, he got a little lost. He got right? a little lost, but um, it's I, I think the majority of the time he's okay. But I don't know this trail like where you guys were at, so I don't know if it was hard to get lost. If it wasn't, yeah. And you're sitting there for a while. I mean, jeesh, I don't know. Not super hard to get lost, but we, we already talked about how we shared about the guy, the old guy that did get lost earlier in the day on that same trail. Yeah, 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 yeah. The guy yeah. in the sun that we had to give water to. So, yeah. Uh, so, okay, so you're, you're you're given scenarios. You're talking about regret. What do you do? How far is your view? Like, how far can you see? Is it like... Not very far. Uh, I mean, I think I'd sit there and think, like, can I, can I backtrack no backpack a little bit to a clearing where i can see really far yeah um did zach okay. see anything did Dak, zach when did zach pass him i think i'd ask that if i can remember it, yeah it had been a little while um, but okay and then maybe yeah i'd probably i'd probably then try to go back a little i mean with no backpack but it would be i like your thinking i try to eat something drink something and then try to go back a little okay. bit yeah each step you take down the hill you're just like i know i've got to reclimb this right step the second time right so I'll just share. I I did what you said. I, I left the pack. I hiked you gotta down leave the hill. The pack. Yeah, yeah. And I ended up hiking and probably not quite a quarter mile. Yeah. But each step I was like slowly taking it, regretting each step. You yeah. Know? So catch up. So Rocky's just grinding away up the hill. But even at that pace, he shouldn't have been that far behind. He wasn't like that. You know, hadn't left left him for that long. Right. So I was like, Rocky, are you doing okay? He's like, Yeah. I I took my pack off. I sat down for a couple minutes. Yeah. I think I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. He took a nap oh, while I was waiting for him. <laughs> that's, that's so rocky, though. How awesome is that's that? So that's rocky. what you want, right? That's great. That's that's <laughs> fabulous. So, yeah, yeah. But I will say, roles reverse, Rocky would have come back for me. Yeah, so for sure. I don't regret it. 
I don't regret I mean, it, but it is ridiculous. Well, he was taking yeah. naps. Well, it's going to, I mean, if, if you know Rocky, it's like, it's going to take like a, a, a tornado to stop him from coming up the hill. Like, he's he's got right. a lot of willpower and a lot of like, yep. just grind it out. So it would have had to be like sure. broken ankle, broken something to slow him down. But, well, good. I'm glad, I'm glad yep. you found him. That's good. Yeah. Okay. So here's a second part of the story. While I was waiting for him, I don't think I've shared this with you yep. or on the podcast. Yep. While I was sitting there waiting for him, two guys are coming down the trail going like the opposite direction that I'm heading carrying a whole bunch of gear and I was like everything okay and they're like yeah we're search and rescue what I was like search and rescue they're like hey what's up Carl good to see you again and then they they keep on going down the trail and uh and I was like they I mean they were moving and so I was like oh wait wait, who are you you going for at first I thought it was that that old guy you know from a previous episode we talked about and they're like oh no some other guy yeah. Um, you know, he's been he's stuck way back there, so it wasn't Rocky, but right. yeah, it was just kind of funny that while I was waiting for him and that anyway. is hilarious. Search and rescue again. Search Your and buddies. Rescue. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh last thing I asked him was, you know, from his experience, can you give me three tips for preventing this from happening? So yeah. here are Rocky type tips. Yeah. Here we go. I definitely have three tips uh to give myself for the next trip so that you know, me throwing my backpack on the ground doesn't happen. Me having shoulders, you know, feel like they're not part of my body anymore doesn't happen. Three tips. One of them is don't take on too much with football because it does. It always will take up way more time than, than I think it will. And that will prevent me from being able to really think through my packing. 42 minutes of packing is obviously pathetic and embarrassing. We don't want to have to do that again. So tip number two, regardless of how much football I take on, set aside some time on weekends just to pack, right, even if it's only a half an hour. Now, this year, our weekends were dedicated to helping my lovely wife out you know, with all these like small projects, nothing big, but just small projects we had around the house. So I would do those small projects for like, you know, what, two, three, four, five, six hours, somewhere in there. There's more time. Like, you know, I have the boys with me, but I've got to, you know, like just set aside more time to pack. Tip number three, have the boys, my sons, help me pack. It could be a father and son thing. It already kind of is anyway, except the only problem is I usually start when they're already asleep. So do some packing while they're awake because they're usually pretty good about thinking through stuff, maybe even a little bit better than I am, even though they're way younger. Three tips. There they are. Um, yeah, that was – Rock, that was a lot. I'm going to be honest. Um, you got <laughs> you got projects with the wife that I think Carl and I are hearing were, what, like three to four to five hours? Like those, Not small Those projects, are not basically. small projects. Those are like – Yeah. Those are big projects. So Yeah. Um, not multi-day projects, but still that's that's some effort. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I, th- I liked his idea though. He included, he's like, you know, I should just include my boys in the packing. I think that's a good idea. And I, my, my suggestion was like, why don't you, you know, being a teacher, you have a printer at your house. I'm, I'm guessing, uh, print out the gear list, ha- yeah. have one of the kiddos read you what's on the gear list. And then you and the other kiddos can be like, let's go, you know, scavenger hunt or find these things in the garage and say like, you know what? You know what? I don't need that. You just read that out loud. I don't need that. I don't need that. But you, you, you know, go down the list and like pack what you need. That would be a really cool experience. Sounds like you're scolding Rocky right now. It sounds like no, a no, I'm giving him a, 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 a I'm giving him a family project. He's already okay. doing white projects. Here's a kid project. Boom. There you go. <laughs> okay. You know. All right. Just to clarify, I'm not scolding Rocky at any point because I think that even though this is ridiculous and we had some challenges here, 
And I've got a couple more stories to share that I think you're going to find pretty entertaining. Uh, I still look fondly back upon this trip. So I'm sure you yeah. do. Yeah. All, yeah. all I'm saying is there's no scolding. I think it's more like, you know, rather than packing at midnight before, maybe make it a couple of Sunday fun days after church and be like, hey, guys, mm. you know, let's let's do this for an hour, a couple of days a week, and then yeah. I mean, we're good and, that, to go. and again, that could go back to the organization and having it a yeah, yeah. Your bin or rack. Yeah. I think I think probably the best tip we've ever had on our podcast that can help a lot of backpackers out there is don't take on too much with football, is what he said. So oh. uh, for all the football coaches or players out there or future NFL stars, what, what have you, um, that's probably got to be a pretty large percentage of the fellow adventures out there, right? Yeah. So just, just go ahead. <laughs> don't take on too much with football. Just cut back. I think that pl- applies more with Rocky. Yeah. Um, I think football coaches in general take on too much, and they're they're pretty obsessed about the sport. Yeah. So good luck with that one, yeah. Rocky. But side note, I, I am excited that he got the the head coaching job with the Frost Shop team. Right? That's that's, yeah. a, that's cool. Yeah. Congrats Daniel's on Hills High School. Yeah, congrats on that, buddy. Congrats on that. He yeah. So I think this is kind of more of like a self reflection than than an actual tip. But we appreciate it. So um, yeah. wow, wow is all I gotta say. So I'm going to share some things, some kind of the fallout of the 70-pound pack, all right? Okay, go ahead. Before this trip, I kind of I think it was before the summer, he had kind of joked about bringing a pack manifesto. Do you remember that discussion? Yeah, yeah, I do. Br- yeah. I don't know if that's the appropriate term. I know manifesto goes with like, or not manifesto, man, that's weird. Manifest. That goes with like an airplane kind of like list of passengers, so I don't know if that really, that's more of like a packing list, I think is what we're talking about. You're on but, the right track, yeah. Yes. Yeah, same genre. We're in the body. So anyway, the uh, the uh, he did not do that, and as a result, mm. when you overpack, when you when you hoard in the backpack, you end up packing things that you actually have a need, but you just simply can't find, right? Mm. Yeah. Okay. That's true. So so I think day two, Rocky says, "Hey, I forgot to bring a spoon or a spork." <laughs> okay. Here we go. Carl, can I borrow yours? There it is. What do you do? This is like one of those things you don't want to share. Well, right? that's why I always bring a spare. Okay. Automatic. Let's pretend that you didn't. Would you share yours? <sighs> I mean, do I want to? Not really, but um, I mean, yeah, you want your buddy to eat. I mean, I guess I would be like, I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna make sure it's kind of clean. I guess I'll rinse it off. Is all I can really do, right? Okay. And then. So you're gonna you're gonna share. I it. would do it. I would do it okay. if I had to. Yeah. Okay. What did you do? You or, or, I did. Yeah. He's he's my bud. He's he's one of my, my best friends, so yeah. without a doubt, without hesitation, I did that. Okay. Well, I mean, if you had some like germy gel or, or hand sanitizer, yeah. you could rub it on there and you know, you'd be You could and then and then you put that in your mouth. Yeah. Having you just know. had hand yeah, sanitizer. Don't that's, don't rinse it off, but just put it in your mouth. Okay. Yeah. That's <laughs> Yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here's all right. I'm gonna further challenge you, all right, on the same topic. So we go through the trip. I lend him this, the you know, the spork I got, right? Yeah. So we we have our big July trip, okay. you know, whatever, a week later in the winter of a range. Yeah. And and night one, we we get to camp, and Rocky's like, "Hey, Carl, I forgot my spoon again." No way. <laughs> what? Come on. Tell okay. Two questions pass my mind right now. Like one, okay. Rocky, how long you been doing this? Uh, you know yeah. better. Uh, two. Carl, I, I expect you to automatically bring a second spoon at this point after that experience. <laughs> Tell me you brought a second spoon. This has spoon. never been a problem for me. Tell me you brought an extra one. Tell me you brought an extra one. I did not bring it. <laughs> I knew it. What? <laughs> Come on. Oh my. This has never been a problem for me, but this might be <laughs> this, this might be a future thing. So oh. 
Um, I'm always bringing a spare. So, again, only person I'm doing this with, I lent it to him again, but this time it was not with as much um, joy in my heart, and I think you could tell. <laughs> so I was like, you got to be kidding me. Oh. Um, so here's the here's the issue, though, is he actually didn't forget it. He had it. He just, <laughs> of course. Had, he just had overpacked so much, he, he just couldn't find it. He ended up finding it on day two or day three, I forget. Oh, but it's... but it, that's an issue of overpacking because we talked about – the Yosemite Trippy had a 70-pound pack. He still had a 50-pound pack in the Wind River Range. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. He likes it heavy. Okay. All right. There's that. Okay, so then next scenario. I'm really curious what you do here. So we so on day three, we got separated again. Um, and so I sent Zach ahead again to this area called the Ten Lakes area, okay, which is a relatively large area, good for camping. So we're really close to camp on day three at this point. Okay. We're just wiped out like I shared, right? Okay, so the Ten Lakes area is so large that you yeah. kind of come into this kind of flat area of lakes, and then the trail continues, and it kind of meanders through this lakes area for quite a while, but it includes a relatively massive descent still in the same zone, okay? So I hiked through the main area. I didn't see Ooh, Zach. Okay. I saw some other campers there. Zach's a new backpacker, man. Yeah. So I don't know if he knows to keep his pack on the trail to yeah. kind of signal like, hey, I found a spot over here. So he could have found a spot. Yeah, he could be ahead right. like after the steep descent. Looking for a spot. Well, he could be looking for a spot. So Rocky's behind me. Yeah, I just want to get to camp. It's getting dark at this point. Um, do you go down the hill assuming he's ahead or, or what do you do? Well, if I see other people, I'm going to say, like, hey, did you see a guy go by? That's the first thing I'm going to do. Like, yeah, you see him kind of towards the beginning, so you don't think it's an issue at that point, so you'd have to backtrack. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I might, I might, I mean, if I didn't really see anything or anybody, I'd probably backtrack a little bit and be like, hey, did you see anybody walk by here before me? Um, if that's a no-go, I, I mean, what, what's off to the side of the trail? Is it a lot of trees? Is it a lot of places you can, like, hide? Or is it pretty Yeah, there's, a, there's definitely camping spots, for sure. Okay. I mean, that's just tricky. I mean, I don't really, I don't I know. really this, know. This was hard, and I'm wiped out, so I do not want to backtrack even that quarter mile back to those campers. I'm, I'm wiped. I think, do you just, like, pa- like put your pack down somewhere in the middle of all of that on the main trail <laughs> and just wait till Rocky catches up to you yeah. and then kind of track down uh, Zach, and then maybe Zach's going to be like, well, where is everybody? Maybe I should go back out yeah. on the trail. So I might just right. park it in the middle of everything and wait for Rocky and then, and then take it from there. Okay. I don't know. And Zach was Rocky's buddy, just to clarify. So I didn't know Zach super well. Yeah. Um, but after three days of hiking with him, he came across me as a pretty sharp guy. Yeah. And a lot of the decisions that he made on the spot were pretty wise. So, okay. um, and side note, he did help filter water, which was amazing. Oh, you're stoked so, on that guy. Yeah. You can come to yeah. every trip. Yeah. Zach, yeah. Zach's, Zach's a thumbs up for sure. Okay. I was so tired, man. I, I didn't have that clarity of thought you just had. I like your solution. I just went down the hill. Did you really? So, did you find him? I went down the hill and I was dreading it. And then I turn the corner around this boulder and right next to the trail is a campfire going and Zach with his stuff set up. Wow. That was like one of the most glorious backpacking sites I've ever seen. Oh, that's like like, good for the soul right there. the Lord. Yeah, because he already has a fire going. He's already getting rid of some mosquitoes and stuff. And so, yeah. All right. Anyway, so that worked out. But that was like, I was like mentally, yeah. Uh, challenge at that point so yeah probably not the only time tricky that's tricky yeah okay uh last scenario i've got for you that happened is final day i'm i'm kind of we only have nine miles to go to the final day but i'm trying to get out by by noonish because i got a flight to catch and it's all the way 
you know, in Oakland. I feel like is, you put yourself in this scenario a lot, though. Well, know? I was. I, I told. I told him. I said, if I gotta ditch you guys, I gotta ditch you guys. I, I, I'm not gonna wait around because I want to make my flight. So, um, right. okay. so, they, so that was a, a real possibility. So our day starts by climbing a pass. We get to the top of the pass, and some of our phones start dinging. We're getting into cell phone range. Okay. Oh. And okay. You know what happens, man? When people get into cell phone range, they just can't help themselves. Can't say no. They can't, can't say, say no. no. Right. right. So I stop and I'm, you know, Zach and Rocky are checking their phones and I got to go number two and I take a while. <laughs> and so yeah. I drop my pack and I say, Rocky, please, please keep going. Don't <laughs> wait for me. I don't know if I said it quite that way, but the, but yeah. I told him, just keep going. Do not wait for me. Like, I want you yeah. to go ahead because, you know, he was going so slow with the 70 pound pack. So I, right, I go to the right. bathroom, I take a while, I come back. He is sitting on the log, staring at his phone. Yes. Oh, I love it. Yeah. That's that's you know. Hey. Um. Yeah. What well, what are you what are you thinking at that point? I'm like, thinking. What the Rocky? Jump? It's been fun backpacking with you. I will see you later. <laughs> yeah. Peace out. <laughs> yeah. My trip. Yeah. So did you have to peel out? Yeah. We had a long descent. We had some uphill left to go. We had a long descent, and uh, so I took off and caught up to Zach. We got way stinking ahead of him so wait zach did zach keep going yeah so zach yeah because zach listened oh wow okay yeah. so zach kept going you're like hey bye rock good trip see you later pretty and much i mean that's kind of, that's kind of my attitude i was like you gotta be kidding me get off your stinking cell phone yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and really okay. if people are staring at their cell phones if it's it has to do with filming that kind of thing right fine but i, I do get kind of annoyed with if we get into cell phone range i'll, I'll be honest that's that's like a pet peeve yeah so Anyway, yeah, I so, I, so I keep going, and um, and this is where Rocky has his resurgence. I think oh. at one point he must have been running to catch up with us, yeah. but he ended up catching up, and it wasn't even that far down Like after I caught up to Zach. And yeah. I was like, "That's here you go. You just can't count Rocky out, man. Just no, can't count him yeah. out. So, He's got that second wind that just like, you know, digs yeah. deep. So we finished together and made the flight. All was well and good. And we have this 70-pound pack fiasco fiasco with a backpack hoarding to take away. Yeah. So there you go. So so what's so I think the big question is like, what's the big overarching theme here? What's the big takeaway? Is is we want people to not backpack hoard, but Derek, what do you think a good standard weight for a backpack is? Like not base weight, but all told, water, food for like a three to five day trip. What's What's the standard? You should keep your pack under what? I want to say under like, I mean, ideally, I would say under thirty. But like, if you can keep it under thirty-five, I think that's that's fair. Okay, under thirty-five. I'm gonna that say under thirty. Be, well, that's that's what I would. I'm gonna say I'm gonna challenge ideal. everybody to keep it under thirty pounds, and I think, and we're gonna do an episode this season where we are gonna help you do that. I think we should. Okay. I think we should because so, it's it's it will change your backpacking experience if you can regularly pack under 30 pounds i mean what right. what are we packing in carl like 20 24 to 22 to 26 it depends on the camera gear but the, the trips right. that i was on this summer everything was under 25 yeah that is magical when, yeah. after you know especially when you're going a lot of miles so for sure so we'll, we'll touch on that later this season for sure so i think it was good to, to you know to kind of start things off this way because we were challenging everybody keep your pack under 30 also let's throw out this whole base weight concept because a lot of people overpack their food they overpack their water they overpack right. their fuel so exactly. the consumables exactly. so that that's kind of where we're headed with this all right exactly yeah all right. that's okay. good so uh any last you... takeaways from rocky's hoarding 
Not really. I mean, the only thing you can take away from all this is like every time you go on a trip with Rocky, something crazy fun is going to happen. Some some adventurous, you know, shenanigan. This was hard for all of us, but I I love the hard stuff, man. I I savor it. So you probably needed that, you know, because like a lot of our trips have been like eight to ten miles a day. Now you're doing like fifteen. No, we we I I push a little bit. You like it? Okay. Yeah. Okay, and I will sh- I'll share just a couple things that weren't mentioned as far as why his pack was so heavy. He wanted to film this trip, so he brought some okay. camera stuff that we we didn't end up even filming, so that ended up being dead weight. And then he brought like a full size emergency kit that was just crazy. But he ended up using some stuff from that, yeah. so hard to be too critical there. Okay. Um, but the food was it was a big one for yeah. sure. So it always is. Yeah. Okay, I've got some hoarding trivia for you. Giddy up, coming up right Ooh. after this. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Okay, what do you got for me, buddy? Let's see. It. Let's hear this hoarding trivia. Okay, so before we get to actually, I want to change the structure of trivia a little okay. bit for this season because we've thrown around a couple times, like you know, what happens if you lose more or win more trivia's over the course of a season, and that just it just doesn't it doesn't pan out. No. Are you crumpling? Things? Uh, I was crumpling. So I would like to challenge you, my friend. I, we got to keep track of trivia yeah. losses because sometimes. Why? Why is this? A, but why is this important? Because I, Let, I like it when this. things matter. I like when there's a greater purpose involved. Oh, okay, there has to be. And I'm competitive. Don't get me wrong, but like I feel like you need this. Okay, not just true for trivia, but just in life. I like the greater purpose, my friend. So it can't be just for fun. It's got to be more. Both. It's it's both. Because what? Because mm. the way my idea will keep it fun, but it will keep it real, so that we can make this happen. So here we're gonna keep track of trivia losses. All right. All right. Here's what I propose. If I have more losses than you by the end of the season. Yeah. Then on the next trip that we go on, mm-hmm. I will carry one of those like thermo flask clean canteens Ooh. and fill it with an ice cream flavor of your choice. Yeah. I will pack it in, I'll pack it out, and you get to eat ice cream in between. And you are carrying my ice cream. I'm carrying it. I like if it. I lose more trivia than you. That sounds like a good deal. Okay. Okay. All right. Now, if you lose more trivia than me over the course of the season. Uh huh. I would like you to dress like a pirate for a couple miles on the trail. Sure. 
I will provide the eye patch, the pirate hook, and some sort of a, a fancy hat, perhaps some some face makeup, Fair. and uh, and you can be a pirate for just a couple miles on a, on a crowded trail. On a crowded trail, okay. I mean, I don't not all the trails we go on are crowded, but on on a section that we're more likely to see folks. I feel like maybe I mean I like the ice cream, but maybe if we're going to be embarrassing each other, then maybe you need to dress up too in some fashion. So maybe. You so, oh, so you would rather have me dress up than carry your ice cream, really? Well, yeah. If you're gonna get embarrassed, then yeah. You think for sure you wore those rubber gloves last summer, the dish gloves, or last yeah. spring, and you were not embarrassed. I, I'll be fine dressing up. I have no problem. So then why is this embarrassing for you? I think you will struggle with it. I already have a his. I've dressed up like a dinosaur, and I've dressed up like a magician with the like you know the hat, the ma- the mustache, and all that stuff. The so. magician's true. That's true. But the dinosaur is yeah. usually in private. There's nobody else around. Okay, so I if I if I win, you're gonna carry my ice cream. Are you okay, okay. with that? Even though I'm not a big ice cream guy, I will eat it with. I'll joy put anything that you want cold in there, man. Like a cold fair. drink, whatever you want. Okay, fair. Uh, and then if you. If I lose the most or whatever, uh, I'll dress up as a pirate for you and okay. walk around for a couple miles. Big if you deal. want vegan popsicles, I got those for you. No, you don't. But I'll find them. Okay. I actually, you know what they have now is um, vegan <laughs> Kit vegan Kit Kats. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna track them down. All right. I'll put those in a thermo flask. I don't know why you want that in there, but well, I might that. just put those for myself. But okay. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll find something to put in that flask. All right. Okay. So now we've so. we've added some tension to the trivia here, and uh, here some, we go. Some good, uh, some good fodder for, yeah. yeah. And by the way, if anybody else wants to join us and play along with the trivia, and challenge uh, a buddy, a friend, a spouse to, um, yeah, to win or lose this, and you want to carry ice cream for them, you want to dress like a pirate, we encourage that. I think do we need to decide what losing is and what winning is though? Is it like if nah, I get two out of just... three? Oh yeah, winning. two out of three wins. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Here we All go. Right. Number okay. one for a four-day trip in the summer, if oh, your boy. pack is over blank pounds, you need to really reconsider your choices. In the summer, if your pack is over blank pounds, you need to really cons- reconsider your over 30 pounds. Yeah, we just said that. That is correct. Yeah, there you go. That is correct. Yeah. For a four-day trip, I agree with that. Unless there's some other issues going on where you're, you know, there's lack, a lack of a lot of water source or something for your right. general trip, reconsider that. Even if you're carrying a bear canister, I would say. So, Indeed. Uh, what was the heaviest item in Rocky's pack that we have already previously discussed on this oh, episode? Why am I always forgetting this? Um, the heaviest item was a six-pound chair. That is correct. Whoa. Yes. Whoa. Whoa. You've already, already won this trivia. Okay. Woo. It's already good. Okay. If somebody went through your house right now, what is mm. one item they would say you hoard? Ooh. Okay. I'll say this. I'll say medical supplies. Okay. I have a closet full of medical supplies. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We hoard them. I'll tell we you what. Way too much. I'll tell you what. Next time I visit, I will get rid of all of them. <laughs> no no need no need i'll, I'll probably use them so. if you want some uh medical gloves or uh, rubber gloves i have plenty of those you can borrow some it's fine you can you can open my ice cream with the gloves on that'd be great so your hands don't get cold okay you just said you don't need ice cream but now apparently you have some in your house nice well you know we'll, we'll buy it okay congratulations you have won the first episode of season five trivia and you're setting the high bar Let's be honest. Hundred percent. All right. High bar. It's gonna be go time. Here we go. All right. Thanks to everybody for uh, supporting us, for listening, for joining us for another season. 
If you're new to the show, we just hope that you enjoy it and can can pull some things out of this, whether it's just uh, sheer mockery of Derek or maybe a few a few things to learn. But I don't have any big tidbits other than if you're looking for extra episodes, if you're looking for you know releases of uh, videos earlier than anything else or even old episodes you can't find anymore, please check us out on Patreon. Uh, we are also starting to plan our Patreon trip for the spring. So that's all I got, my friend. All right. Well, guys, it's uh, good to be back in the fold of the BNB Podcast Season 5. Thanks for joining us. Check out Patreon. Uh, links are in the show notes. Join us. Become part of that family as well. Uh, we will see you next time. Remember, if you get slowed down on the trail too far back, uh, you want a friend that's going to go back for you. So yeah, I you know we're gonna we're gonna you know I think that when Carl's telling me he's like what do I do what do I these are these he acts like these are questions like for the episode these are questions in life like he's like Derek what do I do here Derek what do I do there what would you do here what would you do? I I don't want to say this out loud but this is season five so I think we all are like family like I'm basically his life coach so you know he's my brother I'm his life coach um, we all need to find that person who's your life coach. It's not going to be Carl because he's going to be carrying everybody's ice cream by the end of this year. One of the most legendary shows in the outdoors is on Waypoint TV. Don't miss Primo's Truth About Hunting, Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. On Mondays, head offshore with Captain Scott Walker and Steve Roger for breathtaking deep sea adventures. Coming to me, coming to me, coming to me. Double. He's jumping, he's jumping, he's jumping. Oh! oh. Look at Ooh. that belly. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue. Brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Tell a few fish stories along the way. On Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.